And now, episode 111. This is 111, kids. I hope you like it. Episode 111. Oh. Uh, what shall we talk about today? Oh, I think I know. Oh. Uh, recently, one of the biggest boxing matches in recent history, other than the Mayweather uh, fight, yeah. was the Wilder and Fury fight. Um, I did not watch it, but I've obviously, you know, uh, caught the highlights. Yeah. Well, what there was, because they didn't really show many boxing highlights. But uh, Fury won. Wilder went down, and there was some controversy behind the whole belt in that the costume of Wilder it was mean looking uh, probably the best looking costume for ring walk in boxing history um, he always has kind of like yeah his are pretty dope usually like it rivaled Triple H's entrance yeah that's what it was that it was whole skull like thing a, is pretty dope um, like he had the crown in it but Wilder went above and beyond apparently it was like $40,000 it was like 40 pounds and they said um, it was a boatload of batteries and uh, was it okay so it was batteries yeah, like to charge him up so he as he said they were so heavy on his legs that's um, that's why he's that made him loss. dumb wobbly um, he he looked drunk for eighty eight percent of it mm-hmm. um, his legs look off but the the, the fellow in the middle who looked like um, if Stephen A Smith uh, and Drake banged and that's what their kid looked like I called him Stephen A Drake I don't know what he was but he looks like. I think he was a fucking former boxer, but he looked just like Drake and Stephen A. Um, and they said that Wilder is coming in super heavy. Like, he's never come in that I think heavy, the heavy before. He's, he's been in his career. And he's trying to be like, nah, it ain't the fact that I'm way heavier than usual, so my legs do weird shit. It's yeah. uh, the, only issue, the only issue that's really going on here is uh, that the armor on my, on, on my thing, but like, the fight was so weird because the first, the first Wilder fight, the first Wilder Fury fight, uh, a couple months, probably about six, seven months back now, um, Wilder had most of the moments. Right. It was mostly Wilder, and the only thing you saw that was different was um, Fury. Fury made his name through that shit last time because Wilder got him. Right. And usually when Wilder gets you with his with his right, like he's just so powerful that you're out. So everybody went, oh, he's out and he's done. Well, not only did Fury get up that time, Fury got up and Fury fought him some more and like held him down to like he barely, like Wilder barely made that decision. Right. Um, so this one, Fury came out like he was going to kill him and he was literally just doing, it looked like he was pressing square X, square X, square X a bunch of times. He was just going jab, 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 and as if Wilder's hands didn't know what to do, he would then just come in with the right and would go like right through his gloves and punch him dead ass in the face. His ears were bleeding, uh, his eye was bleeding, the whole side of his face was starting to like swell up. Um, he was pissed that his uh, his team threw in the towel on him, but you didn't really have a choice. Because if he would have stayed in there for like another half round, he uh, he would have died. Uh, Fury was just swinging on him at this point. Fury said he was going to knock him out. Um, he was beating the hell up. He had two knockdowns, but they didn't count the other three where like Wilder rolled around the ropes and fell. And he tripped over his own legs. Like 
he just looked like someone who wasn't ready to fight or thought like he was going to take care of Fury like within seconds or something. I don't know what the hell it was, but he, he shit the bed on that pretty hard. Um, Fury said something before the fight during one of the like pregame things that uh, he wants to taste him. Uh, he wants to taste him. Uh, he did. Uh, he licked the blood off Wilder's neck mid-fight while he was punching the shit out of him. <laughs> so that might be why the towel was thrown in. Once you just start seeing that your opponent is just trying to lick the blood off you, um, you might be done. Uh, Fury is the weirdest fellow I've ever seen in my life. The Gypsy King, as they call him. So not only does he win the fight, Okay. Then, then they come in. They want to interview him. You know, hey, how do you think about this fight? He took the microphone, took it, sang in its entirety. Granted, this man knew all the words after fighting. He wasn't short of breath. His family was in there. All his friends from I, I don't know what uh, pardon me I don't know what fuck. Uh, is that one thing? Yeah, something there. Uh, they started singing "Sweet Caroline" from beginning to end. And he got the entire stadium singing it. Now, how embarrassed would you be? You just lost the heavyweight title. The dude licked you. He abused you in every way possible. Now, while you're sitting there pissed that you lost, he's not even taking it serious in the post-game fight. He has the entire stadium singing Sweet Caroline all the way down to the Delco. Oh, oh, oh's in the middle. Everybody was singing I honestly think Wilder's corner was like to say. Like, I thought they were like, like, oh, fuck, lose this song. It's legit. But, like, it was such an uncanny, like, thing to watch. Like, this dude is a showman. Like, boxing, obviously everybody knows it. Boxing is fading, and it's just like a sport no one wants to watch. It's not as entertaining as it used to be. They need a guy like Tyson Fury right now who will uh, win a fight. Kind of like Conor McGregor, but if Conor McGregor was like a, a good Christian, you know what I'm saying? Like, this guy doesn't come out and say, oh, well, guess what? I fucked his wife. And like, like, he doesn't say anything crazy like that. He just like, oh, I'm just going to sing Sweet Caroline with my wife. And it was often sing Sweet Caroline and talk about holding hands with everybody. And it looks like a giant bar scene. Right. Like, I think you need someone who's going to be that charismatic. So at least when Fury fights are on, you don't want to turn them on just for like, what the hell is this dude going to do from beginning and end? Like, right. that's it. Um, are you big, big into boxing, or are you more like UFC? Um, I was really big in the UFC a couple years ago, and then I kind of like faded out of it a little bit. Uh, if it's a big boxing match, I'll you know, I'll try to watch it. Right. Um, I mean, I like watching Mayweather, but you know, it's just I don't know if he's coming back. Do you he like watching back. him, or do you just like, or do you watch hoping you're watching when he gets knocked? Yeah, I think everybody watches. Greatness, and you, you kind of want to be like, okay, he's gonna get knocked out because you he's just want to like, the whole like, you know, you never lost. Kind of like, well, you kind of want to see history being made. Yes, right. Nothing against the guy; he's, he's a hell of a boxer. But you kind of want to. It's like watching greatness, like how you're watching LeBron now and, and so like that. Kind of like you want to watch it so you remember down years down the road. But okay, I oh, watched yeah. that guy live, so it's oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, boxing is fading, but at the same time, you know, Wilder and Fury are two of the biggest names in the sport right now. Other than Mayweather and Pacquiao. And I think that they kind of can really, like, make a big move out of this rivalry because I believe in the contract, Wilder does get another Yeah, I think there's a... Is, is technically, match. it's a rubber match. Because Wilder won the first, Mount Fury won the second. 
So you have to have a third in deciding. Right. And fight, you know? Um, I guess speaking of legends, sorry guys, it's probably going to be heavy in sports, but uh, y'all can kiss it. Um, Kobe's Memorial. Now, did you like get a chance to like kind of watch or at least listen to like what was going on? Uh, I didn't watch hours? it live. I just caught the highlights. Um, yeah, because it was like in the afternoon. I yeah, didn't I had like, see I, like in the background, I was like going through my headphones. Like, um, I think it was. I think one of the most surprising things I got out of that entire thing was uh, Michael Jordan. I was unaware like how close they were. Like I understand that like they were close at some point, but like right. Mike was saying like how it was exactly what you thought Michael was thinking. He called him annoying as shit. He said he was annoying as shit when I first met this kid. He goes, I give this kid my phone number and say like, yo, if you ever need help, let me know. He goes, this man is calling me at three o'clock in the morning, asking me questions about how I develop my jump shot or when I want to. Man, it is three o'clock in the morning. I swear to God, if you call me one more time, he goes. He called me up to like last week, asking me things. He goes. He calls me all the time, and it's just like a little brother. You're annoyed as hell by him. And then he um, hit him with the hit him with I thought was the greatest line of this thing uh, outside of uh, Shaq's story. I guess mm-hmm. was uh, he said, "This mother effer is gonna have a whole new goddamn." Jordan crying meme going to go around for the next oh, two yeah. and a half years because he was he was shedding them again he was in deep cry I was like oh that sucks I was like somebody is going to get him with a crying Jordan um, and then Shax was like he was saying how uh, obviously young Kobe was like a black hole my man wasn't going to pass the ball to save his life and he said like uh, one of the teammates were kind of coming up to me and they were saying like uh, Shaq uh, Kobe ain't passing the ball and he goes so well I guess the team leader I said, I'm going to go Kobe and talk to him and he goes uh, Kobe so I'll let you know uh, there's no I in team. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. uh, Kobe just looks at me and goes, there is an M.E. in it, motherfucker, so I'm not going to pass the ball. <laughs> and, like, you needed those kind of moments in that thing because, honestly, I watched that, I watched I slash listened from, like, beginning to end. That shit was, it's like, it brought it back up when it was kind of starting to settle down. Like, yeah. all these people who, like, he was really influenced, like, they like uh, Gino Uriyama, the, the UConn coach. His wife was up there. She did like a 30-minute, I think she did 28 minutes. That's rough to do that close to, you know, your daughter and your husband dying. Like, right. I give her all the all the applause in the world. And um, then who else was there? was a, the college chick. She plays in Oregon. Oh, uh, yeah. I her name. It's a crazy yeah. name. But she wound up like that night after she like did that thing. She like broke a NCAA's tournament record and like, and she said, oh, this was Kobe. This was all Kobe. Like, it's just cool seeing that how, I mean, it's cool and it sucks at the same time. It's seeing how much this dude was actually doing in his free time. Right. Like, he was doing it so under the radar without, like, a soul knowing what he was actually doing. And under the radar, he was doing all this shit to, like, really make, try to make everything better, which is nuts. And, uh, yeah, but that that sucked. Um, and I guess we have one bit, one, one more greatness news. Tom Brady. So apparently the reports are this dude's not going back to New England. That's what they say. They say they took me surprised if he was back. Are you going, where are you going to find Tom Brady? Who could you see signing Tom he wants. Brady? Because they said he was FaceTiming with Mike Vrabel the other day. Do you really think my man would just slide on down to Tennessee? Do what he wants. I know, but like, do you see Tom Brady be like, that's where I'm going to go? Or do you think he's an L.A. guy? Like, do you think he's going to go with the Raiders? Could you see him as a Raider? 
and like bring <laughs> it's gonna be weird to see him in any other uniform right it's like Jordan is a wizard yeah it just doesn't make sense but like honestly I just don't know why at this point like if you just don't like the team and you don't feel great just just retire man cause you don't know it cause it I mean in a way I wanna see it cause I wanna see if it's true that Bill needs Tom Tom needs Bill like if you take the two apart and then put them on separate teams is Tom gonna look a damn mess out there and is Belichick gonna coach a team that can't get past 8-8 eight eight? you know what I'm saying like cause they, they didn't flourish until they sat next to each other yeah okay he was not a good coach before that Tom Brady yeah. was not uh, highly retali- highly talented as he was like, with the last pick in the draft or whatever like he was such a late pick in the draft no one really thought he would do anything if Drew Bledsoe didn't get hurt that way that's the only reason he got any kind of a chance it was by accident yeah so like I kind of want to see him go somewhere and I want to see if that's like the big switch I want to see if like they really do suck without each other but that's at the same time that's why I've been saying like Tom Brady's legacy can be tarnished so bad if like he goes somewhere and you realize like oh this dude's not good without Bill and Bill's not good without him you know, like, you're always afraid. What do you do when you go to that next team? You know, he's going to end up staying. It's like seeing Jerry Rice on the Raiders. That was not good. He was or, just trying to pass Or stats. Jerry Rice on Seattle. Yeah. That was the weirdest of all time. He's just, he was just reaching at that point. He's like, man, I just I know I'm the leader in catches. I'm just trying to get a couple extra here. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, can't I think he stays. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, he's going to leave and something's going to happen. We're going to have a talk. I'm like, all right, all right, Bill. Nothing's um, gonna like nothing's gonna blow him away where you can be like, yeah, I'm gonna move. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this yeah. thing. So you're gonna play for one more season, maybe. Let's well, go to 45, right? Yeah. So like, what is it, like 42 now? I think 42. So he's got three more years. I don't like know. Three about years that. just randomly off somewhere. It was you pick Tennessee or Cleveland or something. I can see him going to Washington. That'd be weird. Yeah. He wouldn't be any good. No. I would love to see Tom Brady four times or two times a year. Crush his ass. What about the Cowboys? I asked I asked someone else who was a Cowboys fan the same thing. They mentioned it. Um, because even though he's old, and this, I, I forget who it was. I think it actually might have been girlfriend's dad. Is also a Cowboys fan. I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I don't have any Eagles fans surrounding me. Um, I said, like, what do you think? And he goes, I don't want a 43-year-old Tom Brady over Dak. Like, I don't like Dak. He goes, but I don't know if that would be your best move, putting Tom Brady in there. Right. I said, but do you think Jerry would? Like, Jerry's, like, you can't tell me Jerry isn't salivating the thought of putting... Oh, I'm sure he's thought of it. Of putting Tom Brady out in that... Hope he's back up, though. <laughs> you don't mess with Dak Prescott. Hey, man. Like, I could see it. I don't know how I'd feel about it, because the, the thing is, Dallas has such a good team offensively that putting Tom Brady in there might put you over the top. I don't know if it would, but I could see it happening. Like, because you already have the great running back. The receivers are all well, it depends. I don't know what the fuck's is Amari Cooper signed? Not yet. If they just like kinda of stood around there like They're kinda of just swiddling with all that now. I hope one of you just wants to sign with us, like before someone gets signed somewhere else, like I don't know. Um but yeah man, a lot of weird sports shit was going on. I think we had to get that off our chest. We apologize for anybody who hates that we talk sports sometimes. Um our our competitive podcast is no longer so I mean yeah, I believe I believe we're a solo pick, solo cast now. Hey, sorry. We've outlasted. 
So we can be your sports podcast now too, guys. Somebody's wife said no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, which one? I don't know. <laughs> I say no names. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I don't know, man. Would anything else floating in your boats? I got nothing, brother. I think we. It's a it's a dead time in sports, so it's kind of like you kind of you're digging for things to talk about. Yeah, because you know, basketball is kind of like in that push, but like. Not really necessarily there, there yet, so we have nothing to worry about. Right. Um, it's almost my favorite time of year. Spring training, baseball. That means I can already feel it. I can feel sun burning my skin Ugh. in August. Ugh. Sitting in the outfield while you hear the sweet breeze of Citizens Bank Park. You hear, now batting for the Phillies. <laughs> Ron, my best damn baker ever. Ron, I want to hear Citizens Bank Park. <clears throat> <sighs> I'm in the ball game. Oh. All right, I think the best damn baker. All right. Batting for the Phillies. Number three, Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan Baker. <laughs> and the Philly fanatic got a makeover. I heard. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. He's got blue feathers on like really? the back of his ass. <laughs> he got like um he got like the gout on his arm now. Yeah, he got gout. like he got like little wings. Um they put stars on his eyeballs. Like he has like stars outlining his eyes and like crazy blue shit coming out of the top. And um he got like a new pair of like uh his shoes looked like he uh the Paul George ones with the strap on the front. Oh. I thought they would be like a pair of Harpers. You would think that the guys where they would go on that one. And he got like new red socks. So like yeah, like see he like a little bit more plumy. And he's lighter. Maywan Keto. Yeah, it's a keto fanatic. Because he's in trouble with the law. So <laughs> yeah. they the Phillies think that if they do that, then they don't have to pay copyright laws to the people. Yeah, he sure does. Who is that? That is Hudson? Something. I don't know. He might be a base coach. His name now is Nutmeg. I thought they were just going to paint gritty green, but there you go. For the Phillies, <laughs> number three, Bryce Hutburn. <laughs> <laughs> we please now rise as we honor our colors. Yo, uh, Dan Baker, if you are ever out with an illness, I, I suggest... Ron to come in and come to the plate. Number three. Bryce Harper. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'm in. I'm there. Like, yo, did you. Bryce isn't up. Say someone else's name. Bryce Uh, Harper. Bryce is sitting on the bench. (laughs) I'm Dan Baker, the Philippines. And all that. To another season of Phillies baseball. Oh, no, can you say, and now, you're 2020. Philadelphia Phillies! And now, your 2020 Philadelphia Flames! <laughs> Who's on the team? Just Bryce Harper! <laughs> number three. Thank you, Dave. We got it. Well, we got it. But as I use number three, it's after two and before four. <laughs> you sound like Dave Chappelle. What time is it? It's four. No, it's it's three. It's Bryce Harper! <laughs> uh, this is such a Six or no. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Bryce Harper's—he's 
Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost uh, it's almost Ron L season. Let's die. It's almost Big Ron. Big Ron Hart. Um, but yeah, man, it's almost that time. Great time of year. Maybe tailgates will be back in flow. Yeah. A little, little, little tailgating go. I'm a tailgate. Tailgate your dick tailgate. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that guy. Was that Mayhem who said that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a tailgate and tailgate. I'm a tailgater, tailgating to get to my tailgate. Mm. That's what it was. And then he got tailgated. Yeah. That's what you get. Take that right in your face. Oof, well, that just ruined it. <laughs> Took your whole day out. That's just. And that's how you flip a switch. Oof. Yeah, man, that's all I really got. Yeah. That's all I got, young brother. We're two minute Mike. Episode 111. The triple ones. The snake eyes, if the snake the has three eyes. <laughs> No. This is Ron Baker saying. Another life. You could be Ron Baker. Ron Baker. Didn't he play for the Super Sonics? <laughs> Vin Baker. Oh, Vin Baker. Oh, man, Vin Baker. Yeah, then he became a. Uh, Number 42. Then he owned a Starbucks. The center. Vin Baker. Baker. <laughs> you fucking good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, until, until uh, next time and next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.